When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply got Chiefs assistant coach Ross Filippo on the line. Ross, thanks for joining us, mate. Hey, guys. How's it going? Yeah, good. Thank you, Ross. Hey, I've got to ask first off, um, you know, the boys got behind early. Was there any moment of fear or panic in the team or was just, nah, just stick to it? No, there was no no, no panic or anything that, that set in. I think we, we discussed earlier in the week around how a lot of teams have, have struggled coming off the back of a bye and um, it's going to be difficult for us to find our second win, particularly in the first half. Um, couple that with the fact that the Hurricanes were really up for the game and we were losing a lot of physical exchanges at the, at the breakdown area. Um, so we were on the back foot, but there wasn't there wasn't panic. It was really calm at half time, and we just kind of discussed around the solutions and, and just reiterated the messaging that we we talked around during the week around you know making sure that we do break our second win, we get back into a groove as a, as a group, and, and kind of make it a collective effort. Mate, yeah, there was there was certainly a in that second half there was certainly an attitude shift to just being a little bit more direct and a little bit more physical. Is that what was said at halftime? Yeah, we basically just discussed around there's, there was too much space for them to, to work into at, at the breakdown and um, on both sides of the board, you know, and so they were getting a lot of gains when we had the ball around getting over it, slowing it down, preventing us from getting any any flow in our game. And then, and likewise, um, defensively, they were winning all the races to, to, to kind of shut us out. And they were getting a lot of big momentum plays through their, their big ball carriers. And then um, we weren't able to shut down the offload very well in the first half. Um, and they gained a lot of momentum off that. So uh, we just we just talked about around the need to, to actually um, just raise our effort levels another 2%. And then um, that's that's pretty much what happened in the second half, mate. It must be good to be able to say to the big boys, uh, the front five at half time, to say pick your game up. We need we need a bit more out of you. <laughs> they, uh, you know, not a lot of teams in the competition are able to just dominate teams like the Hurricanes when when they really decide to turn it on. Yeah, I think the group were relatively frustrated that they hadn't been able to get into a groove, um, but. Again, it was it was very calm and very solution focused, and um, everyone agreed that that they were we were just a, a step behind in everything we were doing, um, which allowed the Hurricanes to gain a lot of momentum. And, and like I said earlier, they've been running um, hot as a team, and we're really really up for that game too. So uh, coming off the back of the bye was difficult, uh, but I think the team actually prepared really well and. Um, you know, it just took it took forty minutes before we could actually start to really kind of deliver on our, our part of the game, and uh, and then start to kind of put them under a bit of pressure, which we were kind of receiving from us in the first forty. I guess it's a it's a simple game when you get the big boys going forward, and then you give it to a Damien McKenzie. <laughs> makes things makes life a whole lot easier, eh? Especially with that uh, the pace out wide you got. Yeah, well, that's it. You know, you get the ball, boys, go that way and put it over that line. <laughs> <laughs> Simple instructions, wow. love it. Uh, mate, yeah, was, so. I was quite impressed by set piece. Um, 
your set piece uh, yesterday as well. Uh, lineouts, uh, lineouts were really good, especially uh, on defence and, and and also scrum time. Um, from where you've come a couple of weeks ago against the Blues, it didn't seem to go that well. Has it been a focus the last few weeks on set piece? Yep, yep. So we 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 talked around the need to be extremely accurate in that area. Um, you know, at this level, obviously set piece is king, and and if you're not nailing that, a lot of your game actually starts to disintegrate. So. Um, we know that the Hurricanes are actually one of the highest performing lineouts um, going into this game um, across both sides of the ball. So we were, you know, we worked really hard throughout the course of the week to make sure that we we were prepared to kind of go into that that battle in that space. And likewise with the scrum, um, we went happy with where we were at um, post Blues game. So um, yeah, there was there was a decent amount of effort put in during the week, and I thought the boys actually delivered really well in that in that area. Um. Made a little uh, scene. Uh, Sam came. Sam came. Came off uh, late in the second half with a, maybe a little head issues. Is that anything? Any major concern there? No, I think it was more. He just he just wasn't feeling one hundred percent. Put his hand up and, and and kind of made his way to the sideline. Um, I, I don't think it'll be a long term thing, but it, it's it's good that these guys are aware that things aren't kind of they're not operating at one hundred percent, and they need to kind of put their hand up so there's a greater awareness around head knocks and stuff like that now so I think it's it's the game's evolved to a place now where players are, it's certainly come a long way know. since we'll play mate <laughs> oh mate yeah mate I've still got the pee rattling on my but <laughs> hey Ross also good to see uh, Peter Gassoakula uh, coming back into play he's doing really well but I've got to ask is, what's that look he's running is it kind of a, a Rastafarian caveman is that what he's got going on I don't know. Yeah, it's it's, it's definitely um, eclectic. Uh, he's he's got an interesting vibe going, on, but I think um, it's, it's unique to him. Uh, um, he stands out like dog balls. Yes. And he's, um, <laughs> but he's 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 playing. You know, he's playing really really well at the moment. Mm. Um, he had a huge second half for us, and we got a lot of purchase off his off his carries. I don't know if his look had anything to do with that, <laughs> but. He- You'd be a very brave man to tell him it's not working for him, but wouldn't you? Oh, mate, um, you do you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great advice, Ross, great advice. Hey, also, there was a bit of a talking point towards the end of the game, the yellow card for Bryn Gatlin. Most of us watching, we all see that as accidental. What is the what is the feeling in the camp when that happens? What, how do you guys react to that? Oh, well, you know, we, I, I, the conversation in the box was, look, yep, that's... It's frustrating, mm. um, but it is what it is, and we've just got to accept the fact that the, the focus is squarely laid at the feet of the, the tackler, not the ball carrier, um, and we just kind of took it on the chin and go, well, irrespective of how Bryn, you know, how it looked, and everyone knows that it's accidental, it wasn't mm. intentional or malicious, um, that's the rules, and we've got to kind of adhere to it, so it wasn't it was, you know, we felt for Bryn because he'd not long entered the game mm. um, and he'd made a couple of really, really good actions in that short time that he was on the field. So it was kind of, we felt for him in the sense that he had to miss the back end of the game. But, I mean, around the decision-making, that's, that's happening in every game. It is what it is, really. I like how there's been a bit of a shift. Like last year, that would have been a red card, you know, and, and that's gone. And I, I yeah. like how there's been a bit of a shift that, the, you know, what the, there are, sometimes there are accidents 
and there's no intent yep. to hurt. There's no intent to deliberately hurt someone. So, you know, let's let's deal with that. Let's um, not take 15 minutes to decide the decision either. Let's um, yeah. put a yellow card up and let someone uh, have a look at it off the field and uh, let the game go on. I, I, I think that's been a really good shift uh, Super Rugby's made this year. Yeah, well, I think I think part of that shift has come down to the fact that NZR are trying that new initiative where the, the referees are working in, in hubs, you know, teams. And... I think we're seeing a far better um, consistency around the, the, the decision-making because these guys are working in teams and um, they're working together week on week. So you, they're starting to build a bit of a, a cohesive, you know, um, refereeing unit. And so they're able to review, kind of talk about things that they want to work on, things they did well, things they didn't do well, um, and then approach the following week with, with, with a couple of markers that they can kind of work on as opposed to just a different different group of three, you know, operating every week. So I think that's really helping, um, you know, some of those decisions being made, and and then kind of going, well, yeah, it is accidental, but the rules are the rules, and and not upgrading things or being a little bit, um, you know, taking that hard line that was kind of taken last year. I, I do think there's been some better decisions being made um, around around those contact areas and, and, and common sense is being applied to a lot of those. The, yeah, those yeah, it's good. It is very good to see. All right, and Ross, of course, with Steve here, we've been talking number nines. We're blessed with them at the moment. You know, the Hurricanes with Cam Royguard, you guys with Brad Weber. But then you send on your replacement, Cortez Ratima. I'll be honest, I didn't know much about him. He's got some toe as well. Where did he come from? Oh, he's he's he's, um, he's a nice young man from Otahonga. Um, you know, he's plays plays for the the Mulus and NPC, and um, yeah, he's got a big future in front of him. He's he's obviously. Brings a lot of pop off the bench. Mm. Um, I don't know what, what I'd love to hear Stevie's thoughts on, on how he sees the, the nine shaping up post post World Cup and post Aaron Smith. Um, it'd, it'd be cool, but there there's a few of them crawling out of the woodwork now and they're actually playing some really really good footy. Cam Roygaard's at the top of his game right now. Mm. Um, you know he's, a, he's he's really kind of he's really benefiting from a full Super Rugby season in, in big minutes, um, and he's only going to get better and better. But I think. Tizzy's extremely talented. Um, Webby's going back, you know, he's starting to play some of his best footy again. Um, you've got the likes of Xavier Rose injured, and then there's another, you know, handful of other guys around the country that are real contenders in that space. So I think those stocks look really, really solid for the next few years. Yeah, I think even when you add someone like TJ Perinara back in the mix when he's when he's back from injury, well, we certainly we could run a team of nines out. I reckon <laughs> we could put fifteen of them out there. Imagine the chat. <laughs> oh man, yeah, mate, uh, we're certainly blessed. And yeah, I, mate, I was just uh, you know, watching the game again this morning. I, I've just I was blown away by when when the Hurricanes when it came to push and shove with sort of ten minutes to go. You know, they were in your twenty two, and they they really tried to out physical you, and um, they they didn't even really go close. You 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 your pack and everyone defended so well, and you know you just you you didn't get. Didn't even give him a shot in that second half, and you know I think that was the best forty minutes I've seen from the Chiefs team uh, this year. Yeah, cheers. I think I think the team actually really the the, the halftime uh, conversation amongst the players I think really consolidated um, what they what needed to be done, and then they went out and executed. Whereas um, you know you kind of felt for the Hurricanes a little bit in the sense that. They put us under an enormous amount of pressure, and then they weren't able to kind of get any purchase from from that pressure that they'd been applied. 
Um, there was a number of times we were kind of on the ropes, and you can see how talented this team is, uh, that team is, because uh, we were stretched numerous times within the first half, and then, again, like a lot of our... We, we piggybacked off a lot of their errors five metres from our line. So, yep, it was big defensive um, push and shift from the guys, but we're under no illusions that um, they were able to get into our 22 a handful of times. They just could, didn't execute and, and you know, play them in a few weeks' time. Um, they might be at, back at their clinical best and, you know, should be all on. Bloody good game. <laughs> it should be. Hey, Ross, from a fan perspective, I've got to ask as well. We love afternoon football. Do, does the game plan change with you guys or does it stay exactly the same from daytime to nighttime? No, no, we're prepared to play. Hopefully, you know, you look at the long-term weather forecast, I think night or day doesn't really matter because um, it's, it's just whether it's wet or whether mm. it's dry, that kind of starts to windy, you know, and stuff like that. So um, it was nice. I think the boys really enjoyed getting the sun on their backs yesterday. Bloody good turnout uh, in the crowd, for, for you know, considering it was a, a late time change. Mm. Um it ended up being a good turnout. I imagine there would have probably been a bigger crowd had, had you know, that time being set in stone from an from an earlier um, from an earlier point. But um, yeah, we thought the crowd was awesome. Um, the whole the whole day was really really cool. Yeah, no, it was a good day all around. Hey, uh, Ross, thank you so much for speaking with us this afternoon. We know you've got a plane to catch, and uh, all the best for the uh, remaining games for the boys, except against the Blues. Thank you. Hey, awesome guys. Thanks very much for the time. Cheers, mate. There you go, Ross Philippa.